the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440. KYCR, Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Attorney General William Barr says he'll be sending a redacted version of the Mueller report to Congress by mid-April at the latest. Barr says he's working with a special counsel to redact material prohibited by law, material that could compromise intelligence sources and methods, items that could affect ongoing matters and that could infringe on the privacy of third parties. In a letter to the heads of the Senate and House Judiciary Committees, he says he shares the desire to ensure that Congress and the public have the opportunity to to read the report. He says he is well along in the process and he expects to be able to release the report by mid-April, if not sooner. Ms. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. Georgia lawmakers have approved a bill to protect pre-born infants when a heartbeat can be detected. The measure would effectively prohibit most abortions after six weeks. Once signed, the Georgia law would take effect January 1st of 2020 unless it's blocked in court. This is SRN News. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Group, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, 19500 Jamboree Road, Irvine, California, 92612, NMLS 128-231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Okay, here's the deal. You're a freelancer, a hired hand, a self-made, self-owned business of one. Whether you're a contractor, creative director, or consultant, you're the boss. And that makes things easy. Unless, of course, you're trying to get a mortgage. When it comes to qualifying for a cash-out refi, gig economy workers come with more obstacles, more complexities, and more stress, right? Wrong. Dial 800-815-0745, and one of our cash-out mortgage specialists will help you qualify for the lowest interest loan possible, regardless of your source of income. It's the easiest call you'll make all day. Dial 800-815-0745. That's 800-815-0745. Make the cash call today. That's 800-815-0745. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Just say what you got, man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Good morning. little nip in the air, but uh, the ice is out on the Mississippi River that's outside my office window. Um... Up, up above the dam here in St. Cloud, Minnesota, we are. I'm just about. Uh, I'm about uh, 300 yards from the from the dam, and uh, I can. And at the beginning of the week, you could still see, even though you knew that the you couldn't walk on the ice because the drainage was, the the, the drains were uh, emptying water into the river, and um, 
the the storm drains and the storm drains had opened up a hole over on the east side but uh, the rest of the ice was there yesterday it was all broken up and flowing downstream um mid 60s expected next weekend uh we're already getting the itch i'm already checking the phone to see when the golf course is going to open up um just keep checking and checking can't wait um i'll have one less thing to do because of course the uh those of you that know i am i am up here in st cloud because i work at st cloud state university i'm currently a a, a dean a college administrator longtime faculty member in the economics department here and st cloud state was in the uh was in the uh hockey tournament was being the operative word for the second year in a row they were the number one seed and for the second year in a row they lost their first game to the 16 seed i was at a concert last night uh we had bought tickets not knowing and not even actually thinking about whether or not the tickets might conflict with uh the with the uh, nc2a tournament because of course i am a i am a big fan of folk music um and uh big fan of folk music i have friends that play folk and uh, i sometimes sing with them and uh i was there because peter meyer long time uh, long time person uh raised in st cloud not st cloud excuse me in minnesota down the twin cities um and uh somewhere somewhere in the st paul area and uh not the other peter meyer not the guy not the guy that plays with uh jimmy buffett no this this one's this one is is significantly different and uh and great he's been performing for about 30 years or so so i look forward all season to this ticket and and this evening and i'm sitting there and i'm looking around the room and i can see people who are into it because he's he's great but at the other hand they're i every once in a while i can catch them looking down at their phones and it's like what are you doing and i realize oh yeah that's right the huskies are on right now so at the intermission i said so what's going on we're down two goals oh gosh that's too bad well you know i smiled and said well you know barrios had a great opening day start the twins won that was awesome right we beat the dreaded clevelanders uh was it that good this is depressing is this going to really happen to us again and i said this is going to really happen to us again you're talking to a guy that grew up a red sox fan in the 60s 70s and 80s don't talk to me about long-suffering st cloud state husky hockey just don't even get me started on that okay i was chatting i don't know if john berg happens to be listening live john called call us 651-289-4477 we were sharing the story we were texting each other last night after the game was over and i reflected on the fact a i don't care b hockey is such a strange thing college hockey it's a single it's a single game in baseball they play the nc2a baseball tournaments also generates about the same amount of revenue so you can't argue it's a price thing but it's a one and done tournament even in baseball they have a loser's bracket a, a console you know a bracket to sort of play back and try to get there so it's double elimination they have wrestle backs in hawk in wrestling i don't understand the one and done hockey tournament because every once in a while a goalie just manages to to stone you for 60 minutes and you're done it's what happened to us against air force i didn't watch the game last night as i admit so i don't know what happened last night but it looks like you know it looks like we sh- shot a lot of pucks on goal and it, and it didn't happen it's like well hockey has a lot of luck and you know what two times in a row it's okay the sun comes out it's shining out here even though it's cold with a little bite in the wind the streets are barren i drove to campus i didn't see a soul not a single person walking walking toward or from campus it doesn't look like there's any activity here to uh this morning i know there's some events here later later today i'm coming over back to one but it's fine things will be fine my reaction to brex to the brexit vote yesterday is this is all going to turn out okay i don't think it'll be great for britain i i think they're suffering um suffering from some deep uh, dark crisis we'll talk about this but i don't think it's going to be the end of, it's not the end of the world if they leave the if they crash out of the eu 
that is not going to cause mass starvation and and power failures. It won't be Venezuela. All right? Think about that. Okay, so question. All right. To, I say to anybody, if you're talking with someone who's telling you telling you Brexit is the worst thing in the world, just say, is it as bad as what's happening in Caracas? You don't have to roll your R. And if they say, yeah, it's as bad as what's happening in Venezuela, then you're not talking to a serious person. Say thank you and back slowly away and go find someone else to spend your day with because that person is not someone you need to need to take time with. All right? Very simple. Is what's going on in, in, in Europe or in China as bad as what's happening in Caracas? No. Caracas is a terrible situation. Um, I daily read Twitter feeds from there, and, and things there are horrible. And they help you put in perspective whether or not losing a vote or losing a hockey game is really all that meaningful. It's not. It's disappointing, but put it in perspective. Right? Had, had the Huskies won the tournament, would I celebrate? Absolutely. But not to be. Okay. Let's move, let's move on to next steps. So here's the, here's the idea for today's show. I promised you for two weeks I was going to eventually get around to talking about modern monetary theory. I think this might be the week to do it because I, I think I'm able to compress the other materials that we kind of have to sort, have to get to, into uh, into enough enough time that we won't we won't take too we won't take too long we won't take two hours with it. I promise you this time. We'll do we'll do that in the second hour, but we'll get we'll get to it today. Promise. All right, because I keep getting asked by people, what the heck is modern monetary theory? King, you're a monetarist, aren't you? And I said, "Yeah, but apparently I'm not a modern one. I'm 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 apparently uh, I'm apparently a fossilized monetary theorist since I'm not modern. I'm, or maybe you want to call me classical or old classical or something like that. I grew up monetarist. I don't think of myself as monetarist anymore, but but for very different reasons. And I I will explain where we." Where I am regarding modern monetary theory, part of which is simply it it's actually it actually comes from a theory that I believe has been around longer than monetarism. I'll explain why uh, in a bit. Um, I want to talk about I want to talk about the Falderall over Steve Moore uh, as being named to the Fed and and the the really hostile attacks against him. And I want to talk about it in a certain way. I that I believe, I I believe needs some elucidation, and I come from I come at this for also from my my history studying monetary policy and 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 monetary economics. I uh, the short of it is, he's not my cup of tea, but the president gets to pick who goes on the Fed, and there's nothing there's nothing that he's done that makes me, makes me say well he's disqualified. Would be my choice. Would, he wouldn't, but he'll be okay. I don't. I, I just don't. I just don't have. I, I. I don't. I don't. I don't have a, a major issue with that. I want to talk about. I want to talk about pieces that continue to come out, trying to argue that there's this major recession happening, or that, that we're approaching a crisis period. Um, I don't see it yet. If there's going to be a recession, I think it'll be in about in about 12 to 15 months, and I think it's going to be a fairly mild one. Okay? And it's not exactly clear to me whether or not that this would be a bad thing. Might be time to let a little a little bit of steam out of the engine. It might be might be time for us to take a little pause and collect our thoughts and maybe see whether or not there are excesses in the system. I know there are people who believe there are tons of excesses in the system. I spent a But we'll have to lead off with with first the 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 other economic news, and then we'll turn quickly to Theresa May, who who's come out with with what I think is the most amazing position: vote for my bill, and I'll quit. Wait, we predicted here last week that she would say just this: that she was going to announce announce if you pass my withdrawal bill, I will go ahead and and announce when I'm resigning. 
I think that the, the conservatives have figured out that they need her. They need to put her off the stage. And I think after yesterday, they may, may have decided they need to put her off the stage sooner rather than later. Um, since it won't be her bill that passes, I don't think she's going to get to dictate terms. She's going to try to hold out and try to get her her bill through for the fourth time. But at the at the they're going to ask for instead from the EU, and the EU says yes. Her her shelf. She's already passed the sell by date, but uh, this is the point where you take the milk out of the fridge and put it in, put it down the sink. She's reached that point. It's too bad, I believe, because I'm not I'm not sure anybody with holding the cards she's holding could have done anything better than where they are right now. We'll talk about that as well. We'll talk about that, in fact, right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Are there some physical activities that you no longer partake in because they're too painful, such as playing golf or easily walking downstairs, hiking, or even sleeping peacefully through the night? Relief Factor wants to get you out of pain. Relief Factor is changing the lives of tens of thousands of listeners by reducing and at times even eliminating their daily aches and pains. ReliefFactor.com is full of great success stories, mine included. Over a month ago, I started taking Relief Factor, and within weeks, it had resolved a lower back pain issue for me, which is now gone. Pete and Seth Talbot are the father and son team behind Relief Factor and the three-week quick starter pack that could help you live your life with little to no pain. Go to relieffactor.com. See the testimonials from folks all over the country who are getting their lives back with Relief Factor. Over 70% of those who try it continue as customers. Why not be the next Relief Factor success story. Go now to relieffactor.com. Hey, that rain sure changed everything about the weather and living here, didn't it? Ah, take off, hey, it sure did. I Now, I may not be able to see my backyard, but I'm glad things are definitely starting to thaw. We will be seeing our backyard soon, so we can start planning that hot tub project again. Ah, after all the snow we had this year, would have sure been nice to soak in that hot tub after all the shoveling we did. Make sure you go to Premier Pool and Spa. Let them tell you about how all the Arctic spas performed during the polar vortex. Yeah, 26 below for a whole week. Oh, man, must have been a sad, sad story. You see, all the Arctic spas are online, and they performed even better than expected. But here's what they did. They went online, they looked at all the data for power, consumption, and performance, and the results were spectacular. No other spa can pull this kind of data and prove what the salespeople are saying. Yeah, just like they say, made in Canada for Minnesota winters, eh? All the display tubs are on clearance right now, so you can save even more on the Arctic spas today. Visit Premier Pool in Chanhassen today. PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and spa where we take fun seriously eh g'day i'm scott from plug-in pest free i want to personally thank all my plug-in pest free customers who've taken the time out to call write and who have left messages to thank me for ridding their homes and businesses of unwanted rodent and pest problems so from me to you i thank you Plug-in pest free is the only scientifically tested and, more importantly, consumer-proven electromagnetic pest management system since 1995. Why put up with those annoying rodents and pests any longer? Plug-in pest free is 100% chemical-free, making it your safest bet to manage your rodent and pest problems around your family and pets. With a 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code RADIO20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Gopestfree.com today.
Theresa May theme song. So this was Theresa May yesterday after the third vote. Cut one. But once again, we have been unable to support leaving the European Union in an orderly fashion. The implications of the House's decision are grave. The legal default now is that the United Kingdom is due to leave the European Union on the 12th of April, in just 14 days' time. That is not enough time to agree, legislate for and ratify a deal, and yet the House has been clear it will not permit leaving without a deal, and so we will have to agree an alternative way forward. The European Union has been clear that any further extension will need to have a clear purpose and will need to be agreed unanimously by the heads of the other 27 member states ahead of the 12th of April. It is almost certain to involve the United Kingdom being required to hold European parliamentary elections. On Monday, on Monday, this House will continue the process to see if there is a stable majority for a particular alternative version of our future relationship with the EU. Of course, all of the options will require the withdrawal agreement. Mr Speaker, I fear we are reaching the limits of this process in this House. This House... This House has rejected no deal. It has rejected no Brexit. On Wednesday, it rejected all the variations of the deal on the table. And today, it has rejected approving the withdrawal agreement alone and continuing a process on the future. So nothing passed last week. So, I mean, this was so this is remarkable. So you, you, let me explain just a little bit of, of British politics to you because it's different in some ways significant ways from the united states so the so the members of parliament who are in the majority form a cabinet that cabinet consists of about 75 members and there's another 30 to 40 members who hold other official positions so remember elected officials are also the Home Secretary, the Foreign Secretary, the Environment Secretary, and so forth. When the government, the, the government has the ability to put, it controls the agenda, so it decides which votes are going to be held on, on the floor of Parliament. It also has the ability to tell members of its, of, of its party, and in particular its ministers, how to vote on those pieces. And, and, and the voting process is interesting. I, just a few weeks ago, I actually walked down about four weeks from, yeah, it's four weeks ago today. I was walking through the commons, and there's two rooms in which you walk through to be counted as a yes or a no. And nobody actually sees, there's no board in Parliament where you see, you know, James voted yay and Jane voted nay. There's none of that. Although, instead, there's a record kept in a side room. And then tellers, uh, who are members themselves, will come out and tell, and, and tell the speaker, um, not the prime minister, the speaker presides. Uh, John Burko is the, is, the, uh, is the speaker. Tell Burko, okay, here's what we're going to, here's the result of the vote. So, what happened Wednesday was fascinating. Given that they had said, we don't like May's deal, and we don't want to leave without a deal, the government said, unless you're a minister, you may vote for anything you wish to tell us which way you would like us to go. But understand, as government, they do not have to do what Parliament tells them to do. So the so members of the of the Conservative Party were, except for the ministers themselves, were told you've got you've got a free vote. You can do whatever you want. We're not we're not going to push you, whip you one way or the other. 
here are the items that they put before the before them in these indicative votes. In other words, here's the here's the will of Parliament. If you were to accept this, uh, Prime Minister, here's what we would prefer you to do: hold a second referendum. Two sixty-eight for, two ninety-five against. Customs union, two sixty-four in favor, two seventy-two against. A margin of only eight, but with lots of abstentions. Okay, there's six hundred fifty seats in Parliament. Some of them are some of them are currently uh, vacated, but you would have needed three eighteen to pass anything, and they only got two sixty-four for that number. Labor's plan for Brexit, which I'm not going to explain because, frankly, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> 237 for, 307 against. Recreation of the common market, 188 for, 283 against. Revoking Article 50 and, and getting rid of the deadline altogether, 184 in favor, 293 against. No deal exit on April 12th, 164, 400 against. Membership in EFTA or E or the or the economic uh, or the European Economic Area. In other words, the Norway Plus deal. Only sixty-five votes in favor. Therefore, therefore, none of them passed. And then on Friday, yesterday, they once turned they turned back once more to vote. Technically, half of the May deal. I'm not. I'm not going to explain why they did that. It has to do with the with the procedures of the parliament, and they turned that down. They turned that down with only 244 votes in favor. So, second referendum in the customs union actually got more votes. Many of the hardline Brexiteers voted with May because they said we're. This is the only deal that has a chance to pass, so we're going to line up with it. But if but the but the Northern Irish uh, Democratic Ulster Party voted against it, and several of the hardliner Brexit Brexiteers believe they can get to a No Deal Brexit. Problem. That's no longer in their control. That is now under the control of the European Union who has already said, somewhat unilaterally, we're willing to delay from March 29 to April 12th without actually having received anything in terms of a signal from the UK. Except Theresa May saying, yeah, we're good with that. Remember, Theresa May is the Prime Minister and leader of the majority party in Parliament, but she's also the leader of the government because because she has been so named... She has presented a government that has been accepted by the Queen. That's how a constitutional monarchy works. So she wears two different hats. And the hats have now become almost like like Yankees and Indians. Right? One time one or twins and Indians. Alright? The hats are not fitting together. The party she is she is supposed to be leading is not giving her the votes she needs to get parliament to ratify what the government what her government wants to do it is hard to imagine how we would how we would uh, do this but let's understand something i thought i thought this post last night uh from um from tyler cowan over at marginal revolution um says it best now tyler says he's a remainer he says, he said, but he wrote, he, but he writes the following. I must have read 200 tweets about how dysfunctional the British government is or what a bad leader Theresa May has been. Really? That has yet to be demonstrated. I've all along been vote Remain, but I also recognize Remain works only if British membership in the EU has a certain amount of internal legitimacy. What might a process of testing that legitimacy look like? Long extended confusion, lots of back and forth, indecisiveness, inability to form a durable majority for any other option, perhaps? Right now, the chances of Remain seem to be rising, perhaps some version of Norway Plus, and those are among the better options. I'm hardly distraught, noting that I genuinely do not have a strong sense of what will happen next. I am pleased to see that not one of the eight versions of Brexit could command a majority. 
Is it really so tragic and terrible to have all this, whatever comes to pass, revealed only at the last moment? Isn't this how optimal search looks? Okay. Uh, how smooth, open, and transparently transparent did the American Con- Constitutional Convention actually run? We know the answer to that. It did it. And it took months upon months of argument and debate between Federalists and Anti-Federalists before that Constitution was ratified. I'm not predicting triumph or victory here, only that I don't see anything that has fallen off the rails. The British pound is not being hammered in the markets, and I don't know many people that could have done better than Theresa May. But now is the time to pay more attention again, says Cohen. These are the proverbial last five minutes of the basketball game. And they are. The rubber hits the road here. Will they go, will, will the, Will the conservatives choose to, and will Theresa May agree to step aside and let someone else take a crack at ending this debate? I suspect they will, but, and if they do, I suspect Theresa May will go into the dustbin of history as as a failure. I think think she's a, a product of the circumstances. I think she... I think she enjoyed the limelight and was lured to the power of the of of the prime ministership. I, on the other hand, don't know that anyone would have gotten a better deal than this. And I think it's in fact why many other people before her who probably had a greater claim to be prime minister ran in the other direction. And maybe why Theresa May should be looked at say you know, thank you for actually take, taking uh, taking the hard step of trying to get us through this process. You got us right up to the edge, and I still believe it's going to be solved here within the next within the next couple of weeks. I think we'll actually have some idea of where it is they will go. But which way will they go? I cannot possibly tell you. I just cannot possibly say which way which way they go now. It's just that it's just as, whichever way it goes. It was bound to be this messy car crash right around the 29th. Yesterday was supposed to be the day. They left, and they didn't. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-694-7394. 800-694-7394. That's 800-694-7394. Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there day one with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens, to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey, Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov.
Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Karen, time to get ready for work. <laughs> I've hidden your toothbrush way in the back of the drawer. Good luck finding it. Oh, and the bathroom light is out again. At least it'll be harder for you to see the shower stains. <laughs> is your old, worn-out bathroom taunting you like this every morning? New Windows for America to the rescue. Yes, New Windows for America does bathroom replacement. Let them remake yours with a new, easy-to-clean tub, modern shower, and surround. They have a wide selection of bath products and design options to help you create a bathroom that is stylish and gives you the functionality that you need. New Windows for America can have them installed fast in as little as one day for most homes at an affordable price. In fact, it's as low as $79 per month now for Sebastian Gorka's America First listeners. Tired of your dingy old bathroom mocking you? Google New Windows for America today and check out their bathroom replacement and other home improvement products. Offer ends March 31st. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. So understand why this is the week that we make the move on um, on Brexit. April 12th is, the, is now the new default deadline. And the EU has said, unless you bring us something that we think, unless you agree to the withdrawal deal, you can't have the May 22nd date. And therefore... If now that they voted it down, if they don't bring it back and somehow vote for it this time, then then they would have to either get a full extension, revoke their Article 50, or go out on April 12th with no deal. And the and the the the, the true you know to the last trench, Brexit hardline Brexiteers are saying, yeah, we want we want April 12th. We're upset that we delayed two weeks, but two weeks is fine we can we can wait uh but let's get out let's get out we don't need a deal um there's some of those they're in a they're in a sharp minority i cannot imagine that this is this is where they'll where we will end up now so they're going to come back with something with some kind of offer don't know what it is but it will have there will have to be something and it has to be named Within the next within the next week. So guess what? We'll be talking about this next week. It'll also be jobs. It'll also be a job Saturday next weekend, and we'll be talking about it. There'll be no question. Uh, I I hope so because in in uh, two Saturdays from now I will actually I'll actually not be around. I don't believe unless we can work. We may be able to work something else something out because uh, if it does look like they're actually going to do a no deal Brexit on April twelfth. I don't think I could avoid being here on April 13th, although I'm supposed to be on a plane going someplace on April 13th as well. So we'll see about that um, after travel. 651-289-4477, the number to call with your questions or comments. I I also, before I leave this point, um, this point, great piece um, on on yesterday's uh, Wall Street Journal the UK's Brexit journey of self-discovery. I think it's very similar to the piece that that uh, Tyler put up on uh, put up last night. I think this piece is is very well done. Uh, this is Joseph Sternberg in the Wall Street Journal. Um, he, he writes. Uh, he he writes. Give the give the Prime Minister her due. Her job was and remains impossible. It's questionable whether any leader could have done better in the end, if by better one means a less divisive and more conclusive Brexit settlement. That's because this isn't really about policy trade-offs. Brexit is about what Britain thinks of itself as a country. And as I've told you for the last couple of weeks since I've come back from my trip with my students to study Brexit, what, what Londoners think of Britain and what somebody in Newcastle thinks of Brit- of Britain and what somebody in Edinburgh or Aberdeen thinks of Britain are four very different opinions and unless unless you talk to unless you spend time talking to them you don't actually see that there's just this sharp division about what the UK should be and i i think there are similarities but i think there's substantial differences in terms of between uh, the U.S. story, you know, and the way people wish to portray the 
the tribalism that is that has arisen uh, over the last over the last few years um and sort of uh, sort of encapsulated in this week's reaction to the Mueller report on the one hand and on the other hand what's happening in the UK and the way i think about it is really i'm enjoying reading and watching uh, documentaries and fictionalizations about the troubles of ireland and realizing how long it's been and how how difficult it is and how the british frequently want to sort of say well it'll all be okay because after all we're british <laughs> it's it's my reaction to particularly to this netflix series rebellion that's uh that that I've been that I've been enjoying over the last uh, last week and a half or so. Um, that's where I that's where I see it coming coming from. It was Sternberg again. It was a rose tinted nostalgia for Britain as the great strategic industrial power that defeated Napoleon, ruled a patch of every continent, won Europe's catastrophic twentieth century wars, cultivated a dynamic economy, and could do it all again if only free of meddlesome bureaucrats in Brussels. Remainers, they said, promised only a Britain supine in the face of Franco-German bureaucratic imperialism, multicultural to the point of, de- of denuding British society of any discernible Britishness. That was a caricature, but caricatures catch the eye because they contain recognizable elements. Brexiteers were right enough about in their diagnosis of British society's discontent to win a one-off referendum. Yet the policy choices Brexit forced have faced inevitably demand have have inevitably demanded a more honest appraisal of what Britain is as a country. Brexit, Brexiteers thought the referendum would settle these debates, but they've only started them. I'll save you the rest. I'll tweet it to you. I'll, tw- I'll tweet it again to you at the break at pound KBRS. You can call us six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The economic news of the week to me has had lots of predictions of recession that I believe are premature. Now, last week I told you that in our latest quarterly business report, we said we, we interviewed almost 50, 48, 49, I think 48 responded. We interviewed 49. One, a few of us gave us no, no real answer uh, to the question of, do you think there's going to be a recession that influences your business in 2019? Only one in four replied yes. Do you think there's going to be one that influences your company in 2020? Only one in three replied yes. They weren't all the same. So approximately half of them said there's going to be a recession at one time or another. But for many of them, uh, it felt like they, they thought it was premature and it has room to run. I keep reading all of these pieces about about you know there needs to be um we need a rate cut uh we, we here just a few just uh several weeks ago we had uh James Bullard president of the St. Louis Fed who spoke at at our winter institute who said that the December rate hike was he thought was a mistake he wouldn't have voted for it were he on were he a voting member of FOMC at the time They've not had a rate increase since then. They've announced that they're not going to have a rate increase. They, they've basically said rate increases are on hold for the indefinite future. Markets are now pricing in that the next thing that they'll do is to cut, not raise rates. Yet there is a significant argument going on among the Federal Reserve presidents. And I thought the most telling one of the bunch was Neil Kashkari, the president of the, the Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis. Um, he, was, he was on uh, on TV this week and, and saying, in essence, that with, I believe this is, if I remember right, this is with Maria Bartiromo on Fox Business. Um, and she says, and she asks about, you know, where you, used, you sounded a little more dovish than you do right now. And this is how Kashkari answers. This is cut number two, please, Andrew. You're not so sure if things are slowing. I'm not sure. I mean, right now, while we had a weak job report in the last job report, a very weak job report, it was 
on the back of two very strong reports. I think it's still around 180,000 jobs a month, a three-month average. And so let's see what the next job report looks like. Let's see what, we know Q1 is slow. Let's see what Q2 looks like. I think we need a lot more data before we can conclude that the economy is really slowing. And so Kashkari, who had been arguing against rate increases for some time, now says, well, we don't need to cut them just yet. We need to see more data. We need to see more data, which is a surprising position to me, for him to have taken. Because he he didn't like the rate increases of 2018. He'd been very clear about it. And now he's saying, well, yeah, but now that we're here, we can wait a while. We can see what's there. So who's got the better argument? Because I can tell you, we're going to do this right after the break. This week, the Trump White... Starting with the nomination of Steve Moore, the Trump White House has decided to go full bore in favor of softer monetary policy and announced yesterday by none other than than Larry Kudlow. And we're going to talk about Larry Kudlow and Steve Moore and the way in which we tell stories in in economics. Coming up next on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, I'm Alyssa with Business 1440, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for over eight years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of our partner schools. It's that simple. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. I'm a trained lawyer. I went to law school, and I have found that has actually been a disadvantage. My name is Alan. I am a current student at the OTA office in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I'm a retired district court judge, and when I decided to retire, I'd always had an interest in financial markets. I had done quite a bit of research, read up on OTA a lot. I think I had a pretty good idea of what to expect. The actual class itself was more impressive than I even anticipated. I mean, after I attended that half-hour class, I was absolutely 100% sold. It's almost like a light bulb goes off. You start following your rules. You recognize the mistakes you shouldn't uh, make, and you stop making them. I feel like I've actually turned a corner. I'm actually on a great path. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this. And I think a lot of people get scared away from the financial markets because they don't think they're smart enough, and nothing could be further from the truth. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at learnwithota.com. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. The colder weather tends to allow for more time to reflect on things. Sometimes we wonder if we're doing the right things, or at least wonder if we're doing the best things. As a business, it is easy to be distracted by the advice of others, the influence of the world's view on how things should be, and certainly by our carnal desires. We pray that as the Kingdom Builders continues, that we would never lose sight of what and who is really important. As we will certainly make mistakes in this endeavor, We trust that the Church, the Word, and the Holy Spirit will guide and direct us back on point. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's Word to examine our hearts and our motives, because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call at 612-900-9166, or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net.
Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. You, as you know, we're part of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The Northern Alliance Radio Network started about 15 years ago uh, at the beginning of this month. Now we're here at the end of March. and We'd already been going, and back in those days... Um, uh, back in those days, the Northern Alliance was a group of blogs that included, uh, of course, uh, Shot in the Dark, Mitch Berg's blog. Uh, you can hear Mitch this afternoon, 1 to 3 p.m., over on our sister station, AM 12A, The Patriot. Um, and Powerline was part of us back then. Uh, and um, at the time was three bloggers, uh, uh, John Hinderocker, Scott Johnson, Paul Mieringoff, um, I'm happy to say, John and Scott, I consider to be friends, uh, and I don't know Paul. I, I, he's a, he's a friend. He's a friend, but a friend I've never met. Um, I feel that way as well about uh, Steve Hayward, who joined them a little bit after after we they left the radio program. Would have loved to have spent time on on radio with, with Steve Hayward. Steve Hayward had a piece discussing other discussing actually the co- uh, covered something called this piece called a pr- a primer in ventriloquist journalism. Um, talking about how reporters will call you looking for a quote for a story that they've already written in their head. I've had this happen. I've had people call. Um, I've had people, a uh, reporter call with a story, you know, and say, I want to talk to you about, about sto- this story I'm trying to write. And I'll spend 30 minutes, 45 minutes on a phone. As you might guess, if I'm willing to do a radio program, particularly if I'm doing, willing to do a radio program where I don't have a co-host, which is increasingly, as Andrew or John or any of the people, my producers know, it's pretty unusual. Um, it's the beauty of, of, of the NARN is that you have three hosts who pretty much do it solo. Uh, and, and solo hosts are, are not all that, all that common anymore. It's, uh, but it's the, uh, it's the beauty of, I think, the uh, Salem philosophy in, in, gen- in general. Um, you have to you have to be pretty pretty strong to be, be able to do this without having co-hosts or producers or something constantly bouncing things back at you. Um, it, it works, but it, it works, and, and it, you like it from time to time. Anyway, I'll get a call. I can talk 30, 40 minutes. I mean, if if we only do commercials because we have to, could I go sixty minutes without without taking a break? Absolutely. Try one of my lectures. <laughs> anyway, I um. I get those calls and we'll talk 30, 45 minutes and there'll be one quote. And the one quote I'll look at is like, really? From that whole conversation, that's what you pulled out? But Steve Hayward in this piece is exactly right. Uh, reporters have in mind a specific quote they'd like to have from you and have developed great skill in teasing it out of people. Think of it as just one aspect of fake news. I had quite a bit of firsthand experience with this during my years in Washington. A good Good. I was got good at spotting the technique and having the discipline not to give in to the usual reporter's tricks. Often I'd get a, a call from a reporter wanting my comment on something the Bush administration was doing. The question in substance was, don't you think the administration is doing something wrong? And when I didn't give the reporter the answer they were looking for, they keep asking it and keep asking it because they needed the story to say something like, but even a conservative at the American Enterprises who thinks Bush is making, some, making a mistake. So I've told you on the show already. He, he, he continues. Let me, let me read this first. Right now, you can see this at work in media coverage of Stephen Moore's appointment to the Federal Reserve Board of Governors. I've stopped compiling stories where conservative economists are going on record trashing Steve. In every case, I am certain that when good things people may have told reporters about Steve were not put down in the reporter's notebook. I have many fine things to say about Steve Moore. Okay. I don't talk about his views on monetary policy because I frankly don't know them. Uh, listening to him on, listening to him on, uh, on, I'm going to actually play one for you. Uh, play you one cut of him, and I'm going to bring. We're going to we're going to cycle back to another one a little bit later. But, but just to give you a sense of 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 where he says he's developed, uh, I'm going to skip down to cut number five, Andrew. Um, uh, this was Steve Moore. I. I I believe this is on Bloomberg. Yes, it is on Bloomberg uh, uh, on Wednesday. Ta- just a couple of days after he'd been uh, up, named, uh, nominated to the Federal Reserve by uh, Pr- President Trump. What's your view on what the Federal Reserve's mandate is? Because um, the Fed chair had spoken about 
the overarching goal of sustaining the economic expansion uh, first and then bringing up uh, full employment and managing inflation. What's your view on that? And and do you think it's at odds with what the Fed is pursuing? Stop. Uh, You know. Okay. Did you hear her? Did you hear the question? She's trying to get him to disagree with the president or to disagree with Powell. Okay? That is a rough question. She's trying to make sure he doesn't have any options other than to either embarrass Powell, embarrass himself with Powell or embarrass himself with Trump. Go ahead and play the rest of it. Uh, you know, uh, look, I'm for growth. I think I think the percent, potential for the U.S. economy is three and a half to four percent long term growth. And with the right set of policies, not just on the monetary side, but also on the fiscal and regulatory and budget side, that we could actually do that. Um, so I don't know that I'm you know, by the way, I'm kind of new to this game, frankly. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be on a steep learning curve myself about how the Fed operates, how the Federal Reserve makes its decisions. And this is a real exciting opportunity for me. So it's hard for me to say, you know, what my even my role will be there, uh, assuming I get confirmed by the Senate. All right. So I was fine with him until he does the aw shucks portion at the end. Up to the first part, he's absolutely right. Three and a half to four percent potential growth. I might disagree and say it's closer to three percent. That's a that's a reasonable disagreement. Is it three? Is it four? Guess what? You can find economists to support both numbers. It's, it's perfectly reasonable for him to say that. And he's right to say that that's not just on the Fed, that's on other folks too. There's nothing wrong with that explanation. I didn't like the Oshucks part because he's basically uh, depreciating the, 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 the earlier part of his answer by saying, hey, you know, I, maybe I just don't know everything yet. And I, I, no, no, just stand in there and, and be strong. He, you know what, later on he does. But I will say to you, say to you we'll have to play it after, after these messages coming up in a moment, but... But what, what he does is reinforce two days later by, by Kudlow himself, who goes on, who goes on uh, uh, C, uh, CNBC and basically embraces everything that, that, uh, that Steve Moore says. This is very coordinated, and this coordination is a bigger issue for me than the monetary policy views of Steve Moore. I'll explain why in the next segment of the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Have you tried digital marketing but don't know if it's getting you customers? Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is working and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers hey that rain sure changed everything about the weather and living here didn't it ah take off hey it sure did i know i may not be able to see my backyard but i'm glad things are definitely starting to thaw. we will be seeing our backyard soon so we can start planning that hot tub project again ah after all the snow we had this year would have sure been nice to soak in that hot tub after all the shoveling we did make sure you go to premier pool and spa let them tell you about how all the arctic spas perform during the polar vortex yeah 26 below for a whole week Oh, man. Must have been a sad, sad story. You see, all the Arctic spas are online, and they performed even better than expected. But here's what they did. They went online. They looked at all the data for power, consumption, and performance, and the results were spectacular. No other spa can pull this kind of data and prove what the salespeople are saying. Yeah, just like they say, made in Canada for Minnesota winters, eh? All the display tubs are on clearance right now, so you can save even more on the Arctic spas today. Visit Premier Pool in Chanhassen today. PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, eh? If you have hair loss, then I have great news for you. 
This is Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. I urge you to log on to INeedMoreHair.com. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss, INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, their results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. INeedMoreHair.com Experience you can trust. Prices Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.